Before I get into this episode, I have to tell you about Making Marketing. It's a weekly conversation with the people who are leading and innovating the world of marketing, be it data, brand safety, transparency, relationship with platforms, or emerging markets like cannabis. These leaders are at the front lines. Some of our recent guests include David Dancer of MedMen, Droga5's Neil Heyman, and Vimlag Black Gupta of Equinox. Tune in on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Digiday Live, our podcast where we bring you the best sessions from our many summits around the world. I'm Aditi Sangal, and today I'm bringing you a session from the Digiday Media Buying Summit. Clients are demanding transparency from agencies, and it's becoming an ultimatum. Brands want to connect dots and understand where the advertising dollars are going. So it's time for agencies to step up. Hear Michael Nicholas, Chief Digital Officer of Media Assembly, speak about how they're ensuring transparency to cultivate better relationship with clients. My name is Michael. I, I'm sort of a washed up ad guy with a startup problem who has a weird fascination with artificial intelligence. Some of that stuff is really cool that they just showed, actually, by the way. Um, so I've worked. Kara Kim bought my agency in 1997. I spent 10 years there building that from nothing when nobody knew who we were. Um, and now it's obviously probably people in here who work there. It's kind of a real place now. Um, I went over to the creative side for a very long time after that. So I've seen kind of both sides of the house and then ultimately left and did some startups. So I have my own products. And it's really interesting from a media standpoint to understand like, oh, well, we're totally pushing downloads. But then actually understanding usage, like transparency, like, yeah, I just paid this for that. And it was really low to get this CPA. But did it actually do anything? And it's my company. It's my product. And you start to see the difference between what's real and what's not. Then somebody at MDC suckered me into coming back and working at their venture capital arm. And then somebody said, we should start a media agency. And I said, that's the dumbest fucking idea ever. Um, but we did. And we won Agency of the Year, which we're all still going, like, how did that happen? Um, at Assembly. And we're, one of the pillars of our agency is transparency. Four years ago, we were like, we're just, let's just make the whole thing completely transparent. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Um, and I also have another company that we started uh, called Born, which is an artificial intelligence agency. It's a whole other story. Uh, you can Google it. So here's the thing with transparency. Um, there's 87 pages on Digiday about transparency. I'm, you can just look it up. I'm not going to talk about ads.txt. I'm not going to talk about GDPR. I'm not going to talk about the complexity of the partner relationships. I'm not going to talk about Facebook's new data classifications. I'm just not. You can look it up. It's all there. I'm also not going to ruin lunch. Who got a subpoena? No, I'm not going to do that. Um, nobody's laughing. So I promise there will be zero solutions in what I'm going to talk about. I promise. So we're going to do 15 minutes of me-ish, five minutes of you-ish. Um, so let's talk about it. So transparency. It's trending. It's massive. It's massive in fashion, right? And you know, if you can't afford any of these slick-ass off-white kicks, um, you can get yourself a killer clear umbrella. And that seems to make you very cool on the streets of New York as far as I can tell these days. But you know, in advertising, it's not necessarily cool to talk about or be, be transparent or not transparent. Um, but we talk a ton about it, like a lot of different things. I mean, hence this, right? So why are we talking about it? 
And I, I, this is the thing that I, I think we have a, not just a lack of clarity on what it is, but really why we want it. And the people that are telling us that we want it, what do they really want? So how many people in here um, bought a car at a car dealership? Raise your hands. Okay. How many people in here had the dealer tell you what the manufacturing cost of was the car? How much the car actually really cost? Raise your hand. They just told you. Okay. How many people in here financed the car at the dealership? I need help here. Okay. How many people in here got disclosed the kickback to the financial institution? Because they're not banks. They have bank products from like KeyBank or Bank of America. They did, did they disclose the kickback that they get for financing your car? Anyone? Yeah, me too. I, I figured it out too. It was, like, it was a lot. So that kickback, I could have gotten the cool-ass fucking wheels with that money. I didn't get it. Is it stealing? None of it was disclosed. There was a kickback. There was arbitrage. There was actually everything that we talk about, and we do it every single day. I don't know. And I don't really have an opinion on it, but what I do have an opinion on is if it is stealing, people don't really seem to care in advertising. Um, and this might be slightly controversial, so I'm sure this will get me in lots of trouble, but does anybody know, uh, does anybody in here, raise your hand if you use a third party to, to um, audit your programmatic or anything? One, two, three, let's call it six, 12. Okay. Does anybody use something like AdFin? So we have AdFin built into our system, like straight up, it's free. Anybody can use it who's our client, and this isn't a pitch for assembly, it's just a funny thing. So I'm not really gonna do the whole raise your hand um, if you, why you don't do third party, because that's just gonna get difficult. So I'll tell you my version of this, which is we have it, it's free, we, we pay for it, nobody wants to know. No, I'm being serious. Nobody wants to know. I'm not gonna get into who doesn't wanna know or why they don't wanna know, but I was shocked. Like we thought, oh, this is gonna be it. We are gonna come in and we're gonna do this and we're gonna foot the bill and everybody's gonna go, this is amazing. And I'm like shocked that nobody really wants to know. And am I the only one? Is anybody surprised at this? Is this weird? Raise your hand if you think it's weird that nobody wants to know when they can know. Okay. So I'll say this too. One of the funny things, side story, um, be quick is this. We... <laughs> We went into a pitch for a large media company, and they were banging on about transparency and how they're getting, how they're ripping me off, they're stealing from me, and whether it was the partner, whether it was the agency, and we were like, okay. We go through the entire pitch, it takes like four months, okay? We get to the end, and they're like, great, you've won. And we're like, that's fantastic. So now we just sort of have to do the negotiation. Boom, out of nowhere, the sales group comes in and says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, you can't give them the business. And the marketing group's like, what are you talking about? Well, you know, we have certain guarantees and certain pools of inventory that we supply to these other people. And they were like, what? And the whole thing, it's like, yeah, you are the problem. It's like you want transparency, but at the same time, in the back door, you're actually doing deals to actually with dark pools of TV inventory and whatever you're doing. So I thought that was really interesting. So the reason why, it's funny, I think that people say they want transparency, but I find it interesting that they really don't. And I find it kind of surprising about why I've kind of, I'll give you an opinion on why I think they don't. I think it's a huge distraction. 
I actually think that the money actually doesn't really, really matter. Sort of the example I gave about the car. If you have something that works and you can, that you like and you can afford it and it works, that's, that's, the, that's literally the definition of building a good service, a good platform, a good services platform. If it works and you can afford it, it's good. And whether that's a social network or whether it's an ad tech product, whether it's a car, it's the same thing. But most of the companies involved in this um, are publicly traded. I, you either work at one, and, and it's not just the agencies, it's the brands and a lot of the ad tech, right? <clears throat> and this is the same old story everybody knows, right? Procurement-led bidding wars are super easy wins. Hey, look, we've basically broken this down by a cost to, per unit, media unit. Everything's turned into a media unit. If you can't put a price on it, it doesn't exist. You're not allowed to do it. And I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to kind of talk about today, which I think is a huge mistake. I think there were some interesting examples in the past couple of days of things that have worked. But the story I always tell is like, and everybody knows this, it's like fearless girl. Total side line item, right? And they go, oh, but that went viral. Well, then great, give me some money to make some things go viral. Well, can you prove it's going to go viral? And it's like, okay, so you end up right back in this place where you're buying media units and we're all doing it. And if you fight against it, it's like you're against capitalism. You're against the company somehow. And so it's really, it's really kind of interesting. So I'll say this. The, the real bottom line about transparency is what we don't look at, what we refuse to look at, and what we don't want to know. Okay? Here's the real truth. This, all right, and you can, this is kind of a hack job from a couple of papers from Harvard Business and some McKinsey stuff and some calculations I did on my own for the last year or so. But really, this is just like, do people pay attention to any video advertising anymore? And obviously, the beginning in the 90s is, is TV. So basically, before 1992, you're seeing 95 to 97% completion rates. And that's because there's no remote controls. Right? There's all these kind of things that kind of kept us all like, you know, I'm going to go to the bathroom, but at least I saw it. I saw the whole thing. And you can see, like, okay, here comes YouTube. See, look, it starts to fall apart. Then you see here comes, like, Netflix, OTT, right? And it starts to really crumble. Yet we're getting paid, continually being incentivized to lower the same shit that doesn't work. And you know what's happening? Everybody fucking hates us. Okay? So they hate what we're doing on the Internet. Magazines, everybody's okay with magazines because, hey, that's a pretty picture. That's nice. That's kind of entertaining. It makes me informed. People are not liking what we're doing. So what are we doing? With our transparency, we're spending more on this stuff because, again, we can make the price go lower. We can make the unit be cheaper. And we're buying more of the same units that people don't like that don't work. Hence, not really accomplishing tons. Okay? And people in this room will be like, what are you talking about? That's not me. I'm killing it out there. I'm, I'm, I'm lowering this, and my effectiveness is that, or my efficiency is this, and my, my cost per click is going here, and all these things. And I'm like, and it'll be like, you know, somebody in search, and I'll be like, oh, really? What's your attribution? And they're like, last click. I'm like, okay. Like, I just think we've completely lost what's really going on, like as marketers. And I thought there was some interesting people talking about brand intent and purchase intent, or brand favorability, purchase intent. All the things as marketers, we're in the money making business, we're in the selling things business. We're not in the buying media business. Buying cheap media business, is that a thing? Not according to consumers and not according to the numbers. But we don't have transparency into any of the stuff that matters. Nobody seems to care about it, right? Like, what's, what's real? I think that click fraud times bullshit equals what's going on. And I think it's really hard to do the right thing when you can't tell what's real and what's not. 
And of course, we all do the best jobs. We have these huge analytics stacks, right? So we built, the way we kind of built assembly was we're going to build a tech startup and then we're going to put an agency around it. So we have this massive stack in the middle. And it's really great because all the planners can use it. It's really flat. We don't have like a separate company. They can just spin up their own environments and just do what they want. But their whole, the whole concept of the tool is it's like supposed to go after things that work. When we don't know what's real and we have like impression stacking and all this crap that we can't see and nobody cares and nobody wants to do anything about it, it's a real problem for us to do better things that are moving the needle for the brand, actually moving the needle. Who's real? Okay, well, you've already covered this a million times, but like, if you start to look at the numbers for things like Methbot and Hypebot, have you seen these things? Like Methbot was like a couple years ago. It was like, I don't know, I'm gonna try and look at my notes, but it's a massive number of like 300 million video views a day, right? And th that was like, that was a lot. But then this next thing comes along, Hypebot, and you know what it does? It starts its own URLs, its own domains, builds its own emails, logs into Wall Street Journal, logs into all these paywalls, CNN and everything else, and we definitely know it's real. It's a person, they put in the email. Nope, and they're doing like hundreds of millions a day in fake views. And we, doing our jobs, right, as agency people or even brand people, we're going, no, you gotta keep chasing these people. They're not real people. And it's making the wrong ad, it's making the wrong channel, it's making the wrong, it's rewarding all the wrong things with the money. The most interesting thing I think that's come up, which is sometimes seen as the most boring, is brand safety. And the reason why I think it's the most interesting thing is because it's the closest thing to actually what matters just like in reverse. It's like brands are going, oh my gosh, whatever you do, don't put me next to something that's gonna hurt my brand or make people think less of me. And I'm like, great, that's a, that's a really smart, let's do the opposite. What if you said to me, I only wanna pay for things that, put, that you put next to my brand that make my brand favorability go up and make people think more of me. Nobody ever says that, ever. I think brand safety is really interesting because it's probably like the bizarro Superman version of actually what we should be doing. But everybody's so concerned with like being next to something that might possibly do anything bad, yet nobody will reverse the conversation and go, well, what if we only wanted to spend X plus two on things that were Good. Things that I stood next to that made my favorability go up. Things that changed uh, people's perceptions on whether they would recommend it to somebody. What about their purchase intent? Like we don't talk about, there were some people just talking about that, so they kind of stole my thunder. I think it's, so there's really some hope out here. Clearly, there's a lot of smart people here. Um, but we don't talk about that. We get this binary discussion about what's bad, but that same thinking is what could unlock what's good. So to kind of sum up, as you kind of can understand, we don't know. Without transparency, I don't care about the money. I just, I mean, maybe because it's not my money, but, but I want to do a good job. And my job as a marketer, I've been doing this long enough, is like, I need to make people like this more. I need to make people want this more. I need to change their attitudes. I need to get them to, to, to drive purchase intent. People are in the selling shit business. They're not in the buying cheap ass shit that doesn't work business. And that's what I feel like the business has slightly become because of the transparency issue. It's not about money. The people that are telling you to chase the money are the same people in those groups I said earlier that are trying to go, well, we can knock the money down. They are incentivized to make everything about a transaction based on a media unit so they can then put in their thing, go back to their boss and say, we lowered the cost and then do it all over again, call another pitch and do it all over again. And yet, as all of our metrics for how our marketing is working is going down. So I think I've done enough on that. But it's this, right? And 
I just think the ability to understand what effectiveness is. Um, and, and part of it is like, when I worked in creative, you know, for a reasonable amount of time, I've shot TV commercials, I've done lots of weird stuff. I made this watch, weird stuff. We had, everything was effective. It's like you got fired if like, if everything wasn't going up and people weren't liking stuff, you were done. Then I came back to the media side of the business years and years later, and we aren't talking about that stuff, I feel like, ever at scale. And like I said, things like, you know, things like Fearless Girl, these are like kind of accidents. Of course, they get up at Khan and say it was all part of the master plan, and it's the centerpiece of everything, but that's a lie. So they don't ever want to do anything that actually could move brand or perception. They're just chasing these units. They're not actually after a cost per outcome. We don't track it. I think it's really weird. Like, why isn't when you sign up for a media agency, why aren't you just put into an automatic standard brand tracker straight away? Are we doing a good job or not? Forget what we're buying. Forget who our deals are with. Forget what we're doing. Yes or no? Is it going up or is it going down? And we don't. We chase these channel metrics. Now, all that said, this is going to be totally solved. It will be solved like any other supply chain problem is going to be solved. A lot of people aren't going to like it. So this is finally the non-block, this is the non-BS blockchain slide. This is the first one you've probably ever seen. Blockchain is just a supply, supply chain management integrity tool. That's all it is. That's all the distributed ledger is. Yes, you can build crypto on it, you can currency, and you can do all these things. With it, but this is what it does. It will be universally adopted. It will not, you know, all the talk about, and you can get into this whole thing about like insertion orders and things like that. And oh my God, the media business is going to, media agency business is going to be screwed because they won't be able to put float through. And I don't want to talk about that. So that's a whole other meeting. But integrity in the chain for anything from cars to hamburgers to whatever is that cow. What percentage of it is cow? Where did the cow come from? Are those potatoes organic? Are they not? Just food safety alone is going to make blockchain happen. Just that one tiny little instance. It is going to happen. It is going to streamline all of our impression kind of, in a sense, supply chain. It's also going to bring it, and obviously it's going to take care of the things like, is it viewable, is it not? Is it safe? Is it not? Is it reputable? Is it not? But it's also going to start to take care of things like, is this doing something or is it not? All those things then, those chains will be unlocked and people will be paid based on those things, totally automated. There'll be so much more simplicity in the system. But it's going to take so many people out of the chain. There's a lot of people in the supply chain right now. And arguably too many. That's why like, there's so much fraud and there's so much ambiguity and so much difficulty because of the complexity, it's going to be taken right out. So my last slide is sort of basically this. It's my first slide. Who cares? Well, right now, I would argue the people that care about it actually are the people that don't matter. The people that care about it who are worried about money or stealing or these things, they're actually creating a distraction that's moving us away from what actually matters. And the people that should care about it Right? If you care about brand favorability or intent to purchase or driving business, like actual business, not like I got them to the cart, but then I couldn't see what happened. Not, oh, they clicked and they downloaded the app. Yeah, but did they use it? Not that shit. I'm talking about actual go in, give me, my, give me the money and do it. Um, people who care about that should care about it a lot more and they should care a lot more about the data side of it and transparency into what matters 
and why we're not looking at that and we're really obsessed with something. And, and I'm talking about that on the client side and on the agency side and all of it. And I'm not trying to say that people should steal or not steal. I, we have 100% transparency agency and I'm not, I have no opinion on whether it's stealing or not stealing. We just feel like that's the right way to do it because of the data. That's our opinion. But that's, what's, that's what I think is really missing in the media space right now is we're not getting transparent enough on that side because we're getting too much pressure or whatever it is, either from our own boards in those companies or whether it's our brands, to chase after things that I think are just self-reinforcing, buying more and more cheap media units. You know, it's the same argument about like, well, I don't want to spend that much on data. I mean, you saw that slide I put up with the, that one of the most interesting things is when you look at it transparently and what your loaded cost is, yeah, your data cost should be like 10 to 15%. You show that to a client, they freak out. They think it's like, those are impressions I could be buying. More things that are wrong, I could buy more of them. Anyway, so who cares? Probably some of the wrong people who should care. Um, we should probably talk more about um, data that matters. So here's uh, where we're done. All right. Okay. Sorry, my I, I was totally is, on time. And then my takeaway is who cares? Um, so it sounds like you're saying that transparency and all the concerns about it are just kind of theater. I don't think they're theater. I just think that there are people with, there are people with agendas and job descriptions that are, don't really understand, have lost sight of what we're actually trying to do, which is get people to like things. Yeah. And they're driving an agenda that is driving us all in the wrong direction. And that's a blanket, totally unfair statement. But I do think if you really look closely at it and you squint at it, you feel like, what are we doing here? Uh, time for a couple questions. Want to open it up? Thoughts on transparency? No. <clears throat> this is where it all comes crumbling down. Yeah. No. So, so you're early to, to what you said earlier. How much of this, in terms of like the bad actors that you're calling out, who kind of use transparency as a as a cudgel, how much of this is just plain platform bashing? Because when you say that, it makes me, I feel like that's the context where I hear a lot of the transparency language. How much of it is that? You mean like the complexity of having so too many, a lot of partners in the chain, or do you mean? Uh, no, I mean in literally saying the reason, you know, the problem lies with the walled gardens, because that usually then comes along with the transparency question. Ergo, Google, Facebook, oh, and yeah, then the, they, the shoulder shrug, but what are you going to do? Yeah, right? okay, so, yeah, I did a thing on South By about that, it was really popular. They haven't called me back since. Um, I actually, I mean, you just saw what Facebook just did. So. I think that those are still outliers because you do get more, you get less transparency in what you're getting, particularly in the past nine months. And the past nine months has been really bad. They pulled everything back. So where it is in the past nine months has been really bad. But where it was before that, I actually thought it was okay. And I think we will get back towards that. I mean, I just think the data changes that they've made just what on last Thursday-ish, um, I think brings us more towards equilibrium. If they're, if they're willing to protect and give me better measurement, but I get less view of the individual, um, I'm okay with that. I, I, I believe in buying groups of people that are alike and not necessarily individuals, but that's just me. People that believe that the world will ultimately turn into direct mail, like at massive scales, I think that I don't believe in that. I mean, with, aside from AI and bots, which I do think will turn into that. But um, so, I don't think of them as massive offenders, but I am totally annoyed about, like right now, you have to build your audiences off platform, in my opinion, to actually do anything in Facebook that matters. 
period. Like you can't build anything in their system because you can't see anything in the results. You build it off platform, you upload them one at a time, it's super arduous, it's a huge pain in the ass. You have to have an environment, you have to have a, an independent environment to do it in. We happen to have one, but they're not, it's not like anybody, I'm sure everybody has one. But that's my opinion on that. That was long, sorry. Okay, um, anyone else? One more? No, cool, thanks. Awesome. Thank you all for listening. I'm Aditi Sango. Did you like the show? Rate us and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can also write to me or tweet at me. I'm at Aditi Sango and my email is Aditi at Digiday. I'll be back soon with another episode.